right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Moni. Hey, Katie. How you doing, girl? I'm doing so good. How you doing? (laughs) I feel like singing today. Singing today. Hey, 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 hey. Is it because it's April? Yeah, it's my birth month. Woohoo! It's time to celebrate all month. Yeah. Yeah, girl. We're turning a bigger number than last year. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have to label it anything. Yeah, that's good. You're just getting wiser. Um, further along in my life advancements. <laughs> All of those life advancements. Yeah. It's, it's been a good deal. Yeah. I think it's fun when, uh, <clears throat> when it's your birth month to check in, you know, with the year. It's kind of like a new year for me, not for you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> birthday's in January, so that's double compound. So I get what you're saying. It's that like fresh start month. Yeah, that's fun. I'm going to be 21 this month. What am I going to do differently? That's what you're thinking, right? That's exactly what I was thinking. I didn't want to tell anyone out there that I was so young. So wise beyond your years. Can't wait to taste what wine is. (laughs) What is wine? (laughs) Something I do and I'm feeling grumpy. I shall taste its essence Mm. for the first time with cheese and grapes. Mm, you'll eat grapes, <laughs> grapes and wine, <laughs> all, all forms. That That's, reminds me of... Isn't that what adults do? <laughs> a potential um, for Nathan Pyle, a potential subject. Oh, I think he has talked about grapes. Has he? Can we shout out to this person Dude. who does not need our shout outs? But no, he not. <laughs> He's made us laugh so many times over the past week since we discovered him, cartoonist Nathan Pyle's Strange Planet. Oh my gosh, he's got a huge Instagram following. I told my sister about him and she's seen him all over the place on Reddit. So more than likely you've already heard of this guy. But if you haven't... Or maybe you've seen his cartoons but you didn't realize who the genius was behind it. But yeah, so it's, fun. it's pretty much two aliens that go through everyday human life. And it's all of the things that we do all the time without thinking about them. But how hysterical... Our Check little, yeah, our little things are. We're funny. Yeah. We're funny creatures. We are such funny species. We are a weird, strange planet. Um, so we are still thinking about springtime because here in hot and weird Texas, hot and uh, cold, it can't decide. We really have to appreciate when the weather is like it is right now, today. Beautiful, perfect, sunny, seventy. Clear sky, smiling at me. Oh, nothing but blue sky. <laughs> Clear and blue. They're both oh, present. Oh, man. It makes you want to go outside, go camping. But yeah, I think both that springtime, my birthday, it's always been on the same day my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm totally being silly. But really, it's always the same day. Which is always in spring, because it doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
As I was saying before Monica became hysterical. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you provoked me. Was that my birthday is, I was being sarcastic, but it is always in the spring. And so I think those things compounding together really do make me, as uh, the human that I am, like to kind of check in with my goals. We always are talking about goals in January. Everyone's buzzing. The internet's like totally lit up with what are you know? What are your plans? What are your goals? Your resolutions? Yeah. How are you going to change your life this year? Mm-hmm. And then February, you kind of are like falling off that wagon, and then March comes around, and the weather starts to change, and maybe you start thinking about your bikini you're going to squeeze into and how you're going to work that out. But otherwise, it's easy for us. We've been talking a lot about habits, but habits kind of lead into goals. It's easy to get distracted if you don't have a very clear mindset of what you're trying to accomplish over the course of the year. You might get derailed if you don't have a plan. Yeah, it's great to talk about habits, but what's the point of those habits? The point is to have a plan. Where am I trying to go? These habits hopefully would build a foundation that leads you in a direction that is bearing some sort of fruit of... Uh, one of your interests, one of your hobbies, something that can concrete your ability to produce or create or be loving or sharing with people. There's so many ways to set goals that aren't necessarily like, I'm going to learn to run a marathon or I'm going to learn Spanish or, you know, there's so many like intellectual or physical related goals, but they can be emotional goals too in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. It's a it's a huge spectrum we can kind of pull on and everyone can kind of choose. That's the amazing thing about living beautiful. on this beautiful earth is that you can choose what you want to get into, where your life wants to go, what direction you want to go into. And not only thinking about, like Monica was saying, those kind of more self-centered kind of things, like I want to learn these things or I don't... They might just be more tangible, more measurable, which Mm -hmm. is part of something we want to talk about is how to set a good goal. There are some things to keep in mind because those more emotional, maybe mental goals are harder to measure sometimes. They can be, yeah, especially the ones that are more long-term So you can easily say, like, in five years, this is what, in five years, I want to, you know, live in Europe, and I want to have a fancy French boyfriend, and I want to write three novels. Well, that's all really lovely. I want to meet you there. But... Bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, sir. (laughs) Uh, But how are we going to get there um, now? And it's it's not necessarily... um, The first thing on my list is to buy Rosetta Stone... French. Check. The next thing is to buy a raspberry beret because you need a beret and why not have a raspberry one as Prince would suggest. Yes. Perfect. I like where you're going with this. Anyway, if you're imagining. So you're going to France. (laughs) We're going to chunk these goals out using our SMART goals guide. Mm-hmm. We're throwing another acronym we at you today. We love acronyms. They are really helpful for learning, for remembering, and for applying ideas. Yes. They are also super fun. They're quite amusing. They're <laughs> profoundly lighthearted. They are extremely <laughs> pleasurable. Wow. Moving on back to our SMART goals guide. SMART. S-M-A-R-T. In case you were not sure how to smell. How to smell? Oh, how do my. you smell? Spart. (laughs) (laughs) How to spell smart. So when setting a goal of any particular type, you might want to consider these five factors, which are going to 
smell spark if you haven't figured that out already. Completely. The first S specific. Your goal needs to be specific. What are you trying to accomplish? Who else will be involved? The France example. Uh, Who do you know in France that might be able to help set you up with a spot to live or a job? Or what do you need to learn about? Oh, I thought you were going to say set me up with my new French boyfriend. (laughs) Kyle's going to be so upset with this plan. Um, Where will this take place? Well, it's going to take place in my computer room with Rosetta Stone. Uh, Why do I want to accomplish this goal? Because I've always dreamed of living in France. Mm -hmm. So getting your specifics on the goal. What is uh, the kind of the who, what, when, where, why about that particular event? Yeah. And getting Mm -hmm. specific about it. Making sure. specific. Like, you know. Where in France are you going to move to? Well, clearly Paris. Moving on to the M. So once you've identified the specifics about your goal, you want to make sure it is measurable. You're going to need to know how will you know that you've succeeded. You want to know how much change will have needed to occur between the way that things are now and the way things will be once this goal has occurred. So that's one of the ways to create a measure. If this is what it is now, that's what it's going to be like then. What is in that gap space mm-hmm. that and, I can measure? And then you'll need to know uh, how you'll how will you know that you've succeeded? Well, in this example, when I have moved to France and I have scored my new French boyfriend and I'm speaking to him in his language, <laughs> da, 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 yeah. you've reached your goal. It's measurable. It's totally measurable. So with the example of more of the harder to measure goals, like an emotional goal, like I want to have a better communication with my kids or something a measurable goal would be well how often do I find myself having unfavorable conversations with my kids how often am I yelling at them or I don't know letting them walk all over me versus in the future I want us to be more agreeable less argumentative and so how can you measure that per week how many arguments are you getting in now versus what do you expect hopefully in the future as you work on communication tactics and calming yourself or mm-hmm. de-stressing from work before you get to your kids or whatever's happening. I have no idea. I can't really speak. I was to gonna the say Monica's gonna kids. need to learn she's gonna get the Rosetta Stone for poodles <laughs> so that she can learn how to speak poodle. Although I mean you pretty much figured I it do. out. I speak poodle pretty fluently if yeah. you haven't asked Winnie lately. Treats. Uh <laughs> snuggles. Shake. Scratches. Mm-hmm. She's got it. She's got her own little language. Yeah. I did choose an example I had no experience with on purpose so that it wouldn't get too close to home. I was trying to stay removed from that. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Which might lead those parents to be like, she has no idea how freaking hard it is. (laughs) That is an immeasurable goal. But whatever. Something just to think about. And that other could be with your husband or your friend that you argue with at work or something. Mm -hmm. Any application, how can you measure it? Right. Needs to be measurable. Yeah. Also, your goal should probably, um, for your sake, be attainable. A is for attainable. Um, what kind of resources do we need? Is it reasonable? If you don't have children, well, you probably shouldn't have a goal of trying to learn to talk to them better. Exactly. <laughs> or depending on your situation financially or people that you know, you might not, it might not be an attainable goal for you to move to France. Although Katie's timeline gave it five years, which is a really good timeline. That's a, a nice amount of time to, to get some foundation in order to move to France. But if you don't have the resources to get that project going, it's going to be kind of tough So maybe your first goal would be to get those resources to have 
um, space to make that decision in the future if you still want to move to France. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Achievable. Um, And are the actions that you plan to take likely to bring success? So that kind of pulls on the habit thread, which is like, am I even doing the things right now that are going to lead me to make this happen in the future? Like, say you want to go to the Olympics, but you haven't even started swimming yet. You have no idea how to get to the other side of the pool and do that little flippy turnaround Mm. thing. How do you expect to get to the Olympics? Well, I was thinking about just um, walking, and that was going to help me learn to swim. I would highly recommend actually starting with prancer size. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll send you a link. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. (laughs) I'm going to be a swimming star in no time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving on to the R is, is my goal relevant? Am I like, we just now talked about that example. If I'm just in the walking field... I'm probably not going to try to set a goal for being an Olympic swimmer. That's not really relevant to me. I'm more into hitting the pavement with my ankle weights and my music, and I don't need to get in that pool. Right. Chlorine's bad Um, for me. (laughs) Is this goal worthwhile? Is it meaningful? You know, I'm saying I want to move to France so that I can get this new boyfriend, but really I just kind of want a French boyfriend, so maybe I should – rethink my whole goal and start really um honing in on those french restaurants here in america yeah <laughs> it's probably better than what i was gonna say which was like filtering my my tinder and my oh, right, bumble right, profiles right. or whatever those crazy kids are using these days yeah i saw um, your eyes whirling around so that's why i went ahead and just interrupted you completely <laughs> to tell you the thing you should probably do is what i think I the had french restaurants would be more fun <laughs> i know go. think of all the baguette and mm. wine you could en- enjoy yeah i would mm. way rather just stay here and go to french restaurants much yeah. more affordable for my lifestyle here in texas mm-hmm. it is So yeah, part of is it relevant is like, am I even willing to commit to achieving this goal? Is it relevant enough to my daily process that it's something worthwhile for me to commit to? Is it even in my line of priorities? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the T of our SMART goals is time bound. We need to have a measurable sense of time Yeah, you have to have a deadline or else there'll be no amount of pressure, no amount of urgency to get it done. What's your drive? You're like, yeah, "Yeah, I want to do that later. Yeah. So yeah, if you were to process your plans through this little uh, acronym framework, perhaps you could give them a little more structure to hold space for the, the things you're trying to accomplish. Keeping them in mind on a more consistent basis gives us a chance to actually break it down and get stuff accomplished. Yep. Um, I think both of us have made goals this way, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have too. Um, and so once you kind of go through all of your steps, then you can start really looking at what habits do I need to bring in in order to make these goals happen? Um, how often do I need to check in? How often do I need to do the Rosetta Stone or go on the walk or do whatever the thing is or be kinder to my... (laughs) non-existent children and that might Um, be doing meditation (laughs) yes what am i gonna do yeah what is the plan yes and so i have used this process with some there's a ton of great resources as far as books and planners go in this arena my personal shout out goes to the dragon tree apothecary crew in oregon they have their planner it's actually called a dream book rituals for living and 
it says it right there. Ritual for living is almost, I mean, translate to habit. That's just a way that you're living. Mm -hmm. And the ritual term gives it almost this ceremonial connotation where it's not just wake up, brush teeth, make bed, do the thing. It's wake up, feel the sun on my face, create my bed dwelling, (laughs) refresh my pillows. There's this whole much more um, meaningful approach and maybe even a mindful approach to how you move through those moments. That does sound like you're really taking time to savor all of those things that we do so regularly without thinking about it. And that is mindfulness Mm -hmm. living. Mm -hmm. And those planners give you an outlet to write down your intentions, break down your goals. I know that the dream book in particular, their dream book planner has a section in the beginning where it breaks down your year. So it'll give you a three months, in three months, I'd like to see this, in six months, this, in a year, this. And it kind of takes you through some categories of living, work, relationships, whatever. There's all the different arenas you could apply this these concepts to depending on what you're working with that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it like breaks down, gives you sections to take, okay, that goal you put on that thing three months from now, how do you, what are the steps you need to take to do that? What are the big major chunks? And then you break those down and then, okay, from this chunk, what are the next three little steps of this chunk? And it takes you through a very manageable approach to getting your dreams accomplished. Right. Cool. Um, That is so cool. And I love that they call them their dreams because, you know, that is really what goals are. Until goals are accomplished, those are our dreams. Sounds like some sort of fairy godmother quote. (laughs) (laughs) A great dream is a wish. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) Hoping it will come true. Oh, I love that. So sweet. We just wrapped it up, Cinderella. Okay. amazing Um, we want to see our dreams come to fruition we've got to give them the right resources the right habits the right patterns and speaking of seeing your dreams come to fruition we have all these lovely smart goals which are kind of very rudimentary and you're going to write them down and they're logical logical Mm -hmm. but then we also have that beautiful visualization of our dreams and that's what a lot of you know a lot of successful people talk about smart goals they also talk about the importance of visualizing your goals Mm -hmm. taking it back to the marathon because that's just an easy one a lot of people that are doing marathon training you're supposed to close your eyes and imagine yourself passing the finish line and not only just imagining but like what do you have on what do you feel like how does your body feel how does your mind feel how does the wind yeah are you hearing people rooting for you are you feeling the pavement beneath your feet how does your stomach feel all of the ways that you expect to fully feel in that moment as though it were happening yes exactly closing your eyes manifestation imagining being on the patio in Paris, sipping on your latte, in walks Mr. Dreamy. Mr. There he is. Mm. You've been waiting for him. Dang, I forgot to learn his Bonjour, language. Move, Katie. Go back home. <laughs> uh, yeah. So visualization is another um, less Tactic. logical part of this. More beautiful part mm-hmm. of seeing your dreams come to life. And um, they, sh- they, they say, they say that that's a really successful way of the goal planning process of reaching and accomplishing your goals is to visualize them. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. And it pulls together that yin and yang of the goal setting. Like you said, these are kind of more rigid. This is more logic based and that is much more <clears throat> fanciful. It's dreamy, you can curve it more than it's not as linear. And so that gives you space to have both. Like this is my linear plan. I'm going to hop from this stone to that stone to that stone. But then really being able to see it already happening 
it's a it's a huge tool, huge resource. Mm-hmm. That's so neat. I, I think you that. have to add the fun in. If you go through life being so logical and you forget to kind of find the fun and follow those pathways, it can kind of become too sticky. Mm-hmm. And it helps uh, the visualization part helps you dream bigger than maybe you would if you were just putting pen to paper. Like, yeah, we kind of talked down your <laughs> your five-year move to France plan, but when you shut your eyes and visualize and you still see yourself there... I mean, a lot of people move to France, so that's not totally out of the out of the out of the. um, It's not crazy. It's not. So we are going to plan your work and work your plan. That's the plan. And we're applying that to uh, this offering in order to get together each week and create this podcast and make an offering to people to be creative and help uh, share space and community. Mm hmm. We've had to set some smart goals. We have. Um, Create new habits. Yep. To make this podcast be here for you, we both put in some work. And one thing that we've been visualizing is the day that we checked our email and we actually had a story share. You've got mail. We've been waiting. And this week, guys, we are so excited. On episode 11, here and now, we have a story to share with you. This is from our amazing friend, Marissa Bible, and she has written a very, very fun story. And it's really exciting because we didn't receive one story this week. We received three, but we only are going to read you one this time. You're going to have to come back for the other two. So without further ado, Monica, please do the honors. I shall. So Marissa's uh, prompts were from last week. And they were to, uh, the first sentence was, he swore on his mother's grave, but then again, he swore on just about everything. Her non sequitur was, Tom lost 25 bucks at the races. And her last straw was, uh, the last time they saw a movie. Something to that effect. If you want to hear Katie and I's stories, go back one episode, episode 10. Here we go from Marissa, Galveston, Texas. He swore on his mother's grave, but then again, he swore on just about everything. He wanted to be- I wanted to believe him. I did. After everything we've been through together, all I wanted was just to trust him again. Where did I begin to lose trust in him? I wondered. Was it after the skydiving episode? Or was it after he told me not to worry and everything was going to be okay? Tom lost 25 bucks at the races. He knew that money was meant to be spent elsewhere, but he loved the horses. The seahorses, that is. <laughs> Since he was a kid, he fell in love with the majestic and wonder of staring at the seahorses through the aquarium glass window. He started Googling and researching all about seahorses until he found the seahorse races. The last time they saw a movie together was at the 3D theater showing beautiful views of underwater adventures. Tom and his buddies got so excited and pumped about underwater adventures, they decided to rent a boat and scuba gear and went 50 miles off the gulf to search for seahorses. Well, he found them all right. (laughs) The end. I loved her seahorse races. Yes. That was so great. That was such a fun story, Cher. We really appreciate you sending that to us, Marissa. It was the best. Mm -hmm. Such a creative curveball to have it be for seahorse races. So unexpected. I love it. Yep. So speaking of the game, I guess we should get on into it, huh? That's right. Well, this week we decided we're going to pull our Sixth Sense cards. Yes, we're going to do some of those fun cards. Uh, So if you're playing along, go ahead, grab your pen, grab your paper, 
We'll give you a prompt. You'll pause us for three minutes while you write. You'll come back for prompt number two and then also prompt number three. At the end, you will have one story based on the three prompts. We'll share ours with you. We would love if you shared yours with us. Send us an email at ktandmoni at gmail.com. So first prompt here. Go ahead and get everything ready if you're playing along. Our Mm -hmm. first prompt is... The Fresh Floor Wax. Set your timers three minutes. All right. And for our next prompt, an old letter from Amsterdam. So for prompt number three... To wrap it all up, what do we have? The smell of fresh mint. Ooh, perfect. Mm. Hey, you know, I love the sixth card. I hate saying sixth Mm -hmm. sense cards, but I love them because they give you so much freedom. I know. I love that too. You never know what, how you're going to unpack it. Yeah, there's, I just feel like, you know, obviously the others give you a lot of freedom because we always come up with totally awesome stories but But like a sentence yeah it's different than just an idea just yeah you can take it anywhere so i'm excited to share my story yay with you today here it goes i stared down the long stark white corridor not wanting to move i felt every muscle in my body yet was unable to move myself forward I noticed the chill in the air, the geometric abstract art on the wall, the fresh floor wax with its sheen and its waxy citrus scent. I felt at once helpless, but driven, scared, yet so sure this was what I must do. I slipped my earbuds in and cranked my favorite song, Raspberry Beret by Prince. With that smooth beat, I stepped into the hall with a spring in my step and forced a smile. I was going to do this. I strode in and danced down the hallway. The door to the visa office was the last on the left. I walked in and the clerk greeted me, asking my purpose. I told her I was here to get my European visa. I planned to move to Amsterdam. She led me to the visa line and I was seated at once and given a long form. I stared off into the distance, reaching into my pocket and touching the crumpled edges of the old letter. Was I really going through with this? A 65-year-old woman chasing her French boyfriend from over 40 years ago? My nervousness turned to quick anger. My mother had hidden this letter from me for all these years. Damn her. I took a few deep breaths and called myself, thinking of Pierre's herb garden. He always took me there all those years ago when I would get upset. The smell of mint. Hmm. I came back to reality, to my form, and I knew I had to go through with this. Pierre and I were meant to be. I knew it then, and I knew it now. I picked up my pen and got to writing. Aww, that's perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I'm moving to Europe you for it. my French boyfriend. <laughs> of course you are. And I think that's what's really fun about the Sixth Sense cards. I mean, I definitely didn't know that was where the story was going when I started, but that you really can kind of weave them in however you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not yeah. as uh, huge of a turn to your story when you get that next thing. You can kind of figure it out and how yeah. you work it. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it turns out in this version. The fresh floor wax caught me off guard. There I was, stomping purposefully through the main lobby, boxes in arms, on my way to delivering the last-minute decorations for my bestie's surprise birthday party, when all of a sudden, the floor literally slipped out from under me, and I went sailing across the room. (laughs) My boxes flew everywhere as my arms flailed to help save my epic slip-up. 
Unfortunately, I hadn't taped or closed the boxes in any sort of committed way, so everything flew out all willy-nilly. We had streamers, confetti, and hats of all sizes for the Mad Hatter-themed party. It didn't matter to me, though. The only thing I cared about was tucked safely in my purse. I had recently gotten in the habit of late-night eBay shopping for all sorts of random items and doodads. <laughs> this particular find is an old letter dated 1927 that was originally written in Paris but mailed to Amsterdam. It was a love letter, and while it may sound silly to you, my bestie had been obsessing about moving to France and meeting some rich dude for like three years now. She keeps saying she's halfway through her plan, but as far as I know, she doesn't even know what bonjour means. <laughs> so I got her a little pocket translator to help her decode the love letter. She was going to love it. I finally got everything cleaned up in the lobby and headed up to the penthouse that we rented for the party. Luckily, I still had plenty of time to make a drink before the B-Day girl's arrival. I set off to the bar and was overwhelmed by the fresh scent. This minty aroma was profoundly light and delicate. I was so lost in the concocting of my drink that the handsome man who'd walked up beside me had gone unnoticed. Bonjour, he said in a deep voice, all smiles. Oh no, I thought. <laughs> that's the end. Oh, that's great. Wrapping it up. So we just wanted to give another quick shout out to someone who gave us an awesome iTunes review. It totally made our night. Tom Tommy 23. This was a bright spot in my week too, Tom Tommy. That's what he said in his subject. He goes, they put the ha 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 in Hakuna Matata, which is far too many ha's. <laughs> We totally agree. Yeah, we really appreciated that review, throwing it back to one of our earliest episodes um, about Ha Ha and Along with a Hyena, and it was so wonderful that we want to just say thank you so much for that. So if you other listeners out there will drop us a review, uh, rate us, tell your friends about us. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook right here, right now, podcast, searching yes. in that way. Um, so so we, let's get connected. So share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye.